something that I've said recently is it just didn't work out. (laughs) Welcome to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On with Janice Formicella. I'm Janice Formicella, a breakup coach passionate about supporting others to learn from their breakups, overcome loneliness, love being single, and see the end of a relationship as the beginning of a magical, sexy new chapter in life. I am here each week to share with you the tools that I have learned through my own painful breakups, through hitting rock bottom more than once, and through working with people all around the world to heal their broken hearts. If you are looking for hope and strength to move on from your breakup and resources to enjoy your new life, you are in the right place and I've got your back. Welcome to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On. Hooray! And welcome back, Lena. How are you doing? It's good to see you. Oh, thanks. It's always good to see you, too. I'm doing really, really well. Yeah, we've done some great episodes together. Everybody go to the show notes. Lena's a great co-host, and she's been on, I think this is the third or fourth time. So go, I will link to all of those episodes. If you could just really quickly tell everybody what you do, where to find you, and then we'll get on with this important topic of talking about your breakup. Yes. Thank you so much, Janice. I, well, you know what? I coach women who have just reached their tipping point. They're done. They're done with being frustrated. They're done with being angry. They're done with being sad. They're done with suffering. And there's so much about that around relationships, either for women who wish they were in relationships or women who are in relationships or women, you know, like you, your audience who have probably gotten out of relationships and That's really, really what I love to do because I want to help women heal from this constant suffering and frustration that we're feeling right now at this, at this time. And I just feel like it's going to elevate all of humanity. And as far as finding me, havemorelove.com will direct you to find me on, on social media at have more love have more love.com. I've had listeners who have gone and coached with Lena. Um, she's also a good friend of mine, very, very positive. And I think that she can do some great things for you. If you are listening to this episode, because you are getting over a breakup, I've got your back as well. I love to support people going through this today. We're talking about talking about your breakup. I was excited when you suggested this topic because I just went through a breakup. I had the opportunity to talk about it. I'm a very public person with a large network of friends, and I had the opportunity to be very discerning about what I shared and with whom. And so it's really fresh, and this is going to be fantastic. So you have discernment. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is why you're able to talk about it in a way that feeds you and nurtures you and, and helps in your process. And so that's what we can share with your audience today, how you did it. I am definitely going to be pulling in stuff from my, from my life. So my intention for this episode is to help people to preserve their dignity 
get the support they need and use that support to heal. What is your intention for the episode? My intention for the episode is for people to hear something that will resonate for them and help them move forward. And literally it could be one thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, we're, we're so worried about everything having to be a cataclysmic thing, but while you're listening to this, you amazing audience, just know that you could hear one thing and get yourself on the road to really creating a positive change for yourself. Yeah. Healing is very often about the aha moments. And so I hope that you all have them during this episode. When it comes to talking about your breakup, the first thing we wanted to talk about is that it's not always necessarily about how you talk about it, but Lena, you wanted to talk about what type of talker are you and are you maybe the type that who doesn't talk about it or keep the details or avoid letting people know that it's happened. And like, what is that about? I'm a talker. And so I think it is important to point out what if you're not talking about it and what the reasons are. And I think that it's good to explore some of these reasons because looking at why you're keeping things inside may be, you know, the first step to your healing. So Lena, what do you think are some reasons that someone may keep something in rather than telling your friends about it even. Okay, so I think there's a really good distinction to be made here. There's a difference to me to talk about, are you sharing with specific select people, which is, I'm all about that, or are you hiding from everybody, right? We're not saying definitely that you ought to be out there on social media the next day. But if you're not even telling your closest confidants, the people who you feel like you have had really sweet alignment with in the past, who you have trusted, who they have trusted you, okay, maybe not immediately, maybe you got blindsided, maybe all of this is so, so crazy and so fresh to you that it's going to take you a minute. Take that minute for you first. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But over like a day, a (laughs) couple of days, a week, if Mm -hmm. people are asking you, so how's it going? And you're like, oh, fine. You know, like I've heard of a couple of one man in particular who I knew who didn't tell anybody for like months (laughs) that that relationship had ended because he really, for, I don't know what reasons, but one of them I'm sure was he hoped they would get back together. Yeah. Right. So, so if that's what I would call hiding, if you're not sharing even with your closest confidants, then I think it's really important for you to ask yourself why, why are you not? Here's the thing. Here might be some reasons that you're not, that you're not sharing it. Are you feeling like you got dumped? And maybe are you feeling shame 
about that? Or maybe do you blame yourself? Maybe it's not shame, but maybe you're angry at yourself. Maybe they did leave you. You're wishing that they hadn't and you're spending all this time going through your head about what did I do wrong, right? And And I think that there's some embarrassment maybe, especially perhaps if your friends and family thought everything was going so well. Yes. And then this person decides it's not going so well for them, it can be a hard pill to swallow, much less talk about. I think you reach a certain point in life, I would think. um, If you've had any kind of relationship with anyone, if it's a friendship, if it's a familial, if it's romantic, if it's business, you have had the experience that what you see from the outside in other people's relationships is not necessarily what's going on on the <laughs> inside of oh, any of them, right? True, true, true. Yes. And that's yep. not necessarily a bad thing because we're not right. talking about talking about relationships. But I do think that what goes on inside of relationships should generally be kept between the two people. Of course, there's exceptions. And so, yes, there's nothing necessarily wrong with putting on a good face. I think people had no idea that me and my last partner were having issues um, because you don't want to be out there telling everyone your business. Your business. Um, That's, I think, why it's so hard sometimes to chat with even your close friends about what happened because some people might say stupid things like, oh, I thought you guys were great together, which is just like, oh, that's so helpful. (laughs) I know. I know. Not right. But, But the thing that they could also say that that they could also say, what happened? It looked like it was so good. Like, exactly. So you're not ready to answer that because you don't even know what happened, maybe. Right. So, and, and here's the danger. Here's the warning for all of you. When you're in this point of, I don't know what happened, what's going on. Our thought process is so finely tuned to look for answers to any questions that we ask ourselves that If you're in a mode of shaming or blaming yourself, and then you come in with a question, what happened? Your thought process is going to go to every single thing that you think you did. And I get that what happened thing all of the time. And it does, it does make me sad. And I love to work with my clients on finding their own closure with yes. things, but that comes after I think a tiny bit of the grieving has gone away. Absolutely. I, know, um, I have probably two friends, Christine being one of them who knew that things were not, um, as bright and shiny as probably other people did. And that was useful for me because then when we broke up, these two people were all validation, like a thousand percent. We were hoping and you did the right thing and this was not good for you. And so that, that helped. I do think when you're in a relationship, you should not, you know, talk shit about your partner, but it was useful for me to have two people who really knew what had already gone on because everyone thought he was such a nice guy. (laughs) Well, but but you shared that part of him with us, Mm -hmm. that the the part of him that was a nice guy. Which I should, we were together, you know, we were invested. That's the hard part. And that's also why it's not one way or the other, right? Relationships, human interaction is about nuances. Oh God, yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> so the other thing, so there's a couple of other things that that could be reasons that you're not sharing. And here's a really big one. Maybe do you feel guilty for it ending? Because maybe 
they didn't leave you, maybe you left them. And just like in your case, mm-hmm. you had really good, solid reasons that other people validated for you, Yep. right? But even though we have good reasons, there are a lot of people in the world who are raised with the idea that we should always put somebody else's feelings and needs ahead of our own. So even if we are doing this as much needed and warranted protection for ourselves, we could still feel bad about that. So that may be one reason that you're not sharing with other people either. Here's what I want to ask you all about that particular thing. So if you left someone and you feel bad about that, you feel guilty about that, how come? Mm-hmm. Is it because that person blamed you? Is it because that person said, everything's great. I think it's wonderful. Why are you leaving? You shouldn't be leaving. You've hurt my feelings. Be really, really gentle with yourself and understand that just because somebody says something to you that is real for them, it is not the truth especially during a breakup everyone go back uh i think three episodes i did a a solo episode called just my recent breakup lessons and one thing i said is you do not and you should not internalize anything that someone says to you in the midst of a breakup they are in their worst place and they're coming from a place of hurt and you've got to toss it out I also want to point out, I'm going to put in the show notes, I did an episode way back when called Being the Breaker Upper. If you have been the one to end things, your pain is real and you're going through a lot as well. So please go and check that episode out. Mm -hmm. Um, What about the notion... And when I left an abusive relationship, I pretty much told my parents and that's all because of my shame and feeling that nobody would understand. I think everybody can understand leaving a physically abusive relationship, but I don't think that people can understand just the complexity of it and why you stayed for so long and why you were there in the first place. And so not thinking that people will understand is a is a valid reason. And mm-hmm. I would think that's also a good indication that you could probably use some coaching or therapy. <laughs> and that's definitely what it was for me. Yep. And of course, you can think that people won't understand even if it's void of abuse, but I know that that was, well, that's what I was going to say even harder, right? It, it might not be abusive, but if it's not nurturing you, if it's not moving you forward, or even if the relationship as its own entity isn't moving forward, yeah. you have every right Mm. to leave it. Yeah. That's kind of what had happened with me. It was stalling. One of my favorite quotes that I use on this podcast all the time is just wanting to leave is as good of a reason as Mm -hmm. any. And then another reason why you might think keep things inside. And this is a tough one. Do you think that everyone will side with your ex? So tricky. And I think what I want to say here, and I did just go through this, we have a lot of mutual friends and it has Mm. been a little sticky here and there. Um, Really be careful about how much you mesh your life with someone. (laughs) I mean, seriously, early on in a relationship, you might not want to make sure that all of your social circle becomes this other person's social circle, (laughs) (laughs) which is hard when you want to spend time with someone. 
and someone who's as social as I am, it's like, come along to this, come along to that. But, you know, just something to consider. I personally wasn't worried about that. I was more worried that people would judge me for saying anything about this person. And so I was very careful when I told mutual friends what had happened that I kept the details to myself. Uh, But I know that some people may really be worried that they're going to lose friends, which can happen. What do you have to say about that? Be willing to lose friends. Yeah. To save yourself. Breakups change your life. It changes the way that you do things. It changes your social networks. And that's just the nature of it. And it is sad. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But it's human (laughs) relationships. It's how they are. Think about it. The beginning of that relationship changed your life because having this person in your life brought along all of their social circle right? And you brought your social circle to them if you did get to the point where you meshed it. That's already changed. So it makes sense. We don't like to think about it this way because this is the icky side of it and it doesn't feel good. Right. But if your social circles expanded when you got into the relationship, <laughs> you have to, it just, it's math. My it ex was like, well, I still want to hang out. I still want to like come to all this social stuff. And I was like, sorry, nope. I'm so like, we're breaking up. Like right, that's this a no. is, things are going to change. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And I think part of it is really awareness. I really think yeah. it is because I think that, People don't think about that. They just say, oh, now I'm dating someone and oh, I met his friends and this feels good. And I'm going to set my friend up with his best friend and all of that stuff. But all of a sudden, when it's the other side of it, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to lose all these people. Yes, you're going to go back to not being with some of those people who you weren't with before this, too. So it's just just kind of what it is. So what about... If you are the type of person who likes to talk about your life, talk to everybody, talk a lot, what should you consider maybe before you do so or as you're doing so? Right. Let's try to consider it before you do so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's good. We're all about intention and conscious living on this podcast. But hey, you know, the thing is that when we go through and we try to evolve as people, we're going to notice things, but we're going to notice them kind of because we've been doing certain things and we haven't thought about it and we've just done certain things all our life. And so we're going to do something or we're going to say something. And then maybe a couple of days later, we might say, oh, maybe I should shouldn't have said that. And then we're going to do it again. And then maybe that realization will come the next day. And then the third time it'll come that night. And then, you know, we're just going to keep backing it up and backing it up. Once you start the awareness train going, it will eventually meet you where you're at. So hopefully one day you're going to like be starting to say something and go, uh, no. Or just but, put your phone away. That's what I've learned to do well, after a couple glasses part. of wine. Exactly. I just put, <laughs> put my hand phone away. Hand it to somebody, hand it to someone you trust, <laughs> right? And so it's the same thing. So if you're someone who talks to everybody about everything, so let's think about this. I think that this conversation you and I did have on an earlier episode where we talked about boundaries and not oversharing at the very beginning of dating somebody and why that's so important, right? And why you don't want to just 
tell someone who, I'm sorry, but even if you've spoken a few times on the phone and have been messaging back and forth, the first couple of dates with someone, they're still basically a stranger to you. I agree. Stranger to Thank them, you. Right? <laughs> and you're not going to move the relationship forward more quickly by sharing the wrong things too quickly. That's the difference. It's just oversharing and it's too much because you're asking a total stranger to hold something that's really private and intimate. You're choosing to trust before you really have a reason to do Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So there's two sides of it. You're trusting someone who you don't know if you should, but also that's a burden for them. Like I've been the recipient of that. I've been the recipient of someone sharing really intimate stuff with me, like on a second date. And I was just like, um, it felt awkward for me, right? It's the same thing with a breakup for you to be going out, like to your point, you have the element of discernment and you said, I'm not, I'm not spewing everything. I am not telling everybody everything. I'm not getting in, into intimate details, especially with people who know both of us for the same reasons, because it's too much. You're asking people to hold this intimate knowledge about you and they probably don't have the ability or the or even yeah, the desire if the they desire. know both of you that's such an inappropriate thing to be presumptive about i have exactly. a really close friend of mine who knows us both who i've never told the details to i called him and said that we broke up but i didn't say any details because in my mind i'm thinking i don't want him to think i'm trying to manipulate things behind the scenes or get him mm-hmm. to my side so i just flat out said i just wanted to let you know that we broke up and we're not going to be hanging out this weekend <laughs> and he was very sad but i also noticed that he also didn't ask for any details either and i Good. don't think any of our mutual friends have even wanted to know which really Good. i really noticed and i felt like i did the right thing to keep the details private You did the right thing. And I also want to commend you because again, it speaks to who you are to see who your friends are. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it was hard. I mean, I was completely devastated. And so I kind of wanted to talk more about it, but I just knew long-term wasn't going to do any good. Of course. And you do have people who you can vent to. Yes. So you have that outlet. And so here's the other thing too. I just want to say, We're not saying don't talk to people. We're not saying don't vent. We're not saying don't get it off your chest. We're saying do it with discernment. Mm -hmm. And so now another reason for not necessarily talking to everybody about everything is going back to what I said earlier. The flip side of it is if you're fearful that people won't be supportive of you, if you're fearful that people will take the other person's side, or even if they don't take the other person's side, even if they don't give you any grace for it, even if they don't give you any support for it, even if they don't say, I'm sorry, that's another reason to really be selective about who you're talking to, because not everybody has grace to give. Yes. And not everybody is somebody who thrives off girl talk like us. And not everybody is a coach. I mean, I am here for this. When I have a friend who's going through a breakup, 
or dating or anything. I am like, tell me when you want to chat. I am completely all yours. Um, mm-hmm. But that is not everyone's jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's the other thing that I think is super important. And this is where I'm known, you know, I, I always warn my clients ahead of time. We could be going through something and something, something, and I'll get to the point and I will be like, tough love alert. Are you sitting down? (laughs) Oh my God. That's going to be a name of an episode. Tough love alert. Alert. Love it. That's the first message. And then the second message is no, seriously, are you sitting down? Right. And it's not to be mean. It's to really get your attention because you have to hear this. So tough love alert right now, you know who those people are. You already know who those people are in your life who can't or won't give you grace, give you support, help you heal, help you feel better. And telling yourself, I just have to tell them this time it'll be different. It won't be different this time. Okay, so that's why I'm saying this is tough love, because it's something you already know and you have to to take care of yourself. And not think that this circumstance in your life is going to somehow change someone else. It's not. Yeah. And some friends are good for some things and not for others. And that doesn't mean that it's not a friendship. It just means that you're aware of it and that you're utilizing your friendships to their highest capacity. Right. (laughs) Because we all know one being in a romantic relationship, you can't look to one partner to be everything for you. Mm -hmm. You can't. So ultimately what we're talking about both sides of it, whether you're a talker or whether you're a hider or whether you're somewhere in between, what we're talking about here is whatever your choice is, we want it to be helpful for your healing. If you are doing one or the other or something in between and you're just spinning in it. If you haven't, and here's where I want to defer to you, Janice. I mean, like what's a reasonable amount of time do you think that someone should start to be moving into the next stage? Yep. I love this question so much. And I think that this is a good uh, rule of thumb that, you know, you're starting to move on or that you need to start to move on. If after a month you haven't, then it's time to maybe get some more support, I, I think, and take more action to begin to to get to the next phase. And also for the sake of your support network as well, these people have invested a month of their life (laughs) to trying to support you getting through this. And I would say that that's a good measure of time for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and also let's be really clear. I am not hearing you say that in a month you ought to be over it. Oh no, not at all. We're talking about a phase or a stage of it's grieving. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a loss, right? And we have to grieve losses Mm -hmm. and everyone grieves in their own way. It's very personal process, but it is a process with stages and intention. And also these people are not going to be here for the next year to listen to this, (laughs) nor should they. And so I, and I kind of think that I went pretty much with that Um, because I'm a breakup coach. I was having um, some serious progress. I was yes. And, but I definitely did lean on a few people for 
Probably, yeah, a few weeks. And I just said, you know, whatever comes to me, I'm just going to let it out. And then I thought, I think it was like once like a certain date hit that I was going to try not to bring it up anymore. But that, Mm -hmm. you know, that's me being very intentional and it did, it did help. And then what I want to tell everyone is then I actually started counseling. So now I talk to my counselor about it. Good. Good for you. (laughs) That's excellent. And and that is active intentional healing. And I love that. I just was thinking about something really briefly. So when I was very young, I was in my 20s, I'd never even heard of coaching before. And I met a woman and we became friends and, you know, brand new friendship. I didn't know anything about her. And she was talking about her ex-boyfriend. And I was like, oh my gosh, it sounds really raw. It must have just been... Oh gosh, maybe a month or maybe a couple of months ago at the most. And she wasn't dating anybody. And I was dating. I was in my twenties. I was like, are you dating? She's like, oh no, you know, broke up and talked about, and it wasn't just, I'm talking. It wasn't just the fact that she was talking about him. It was the way she was referring to him. It was the way she was referring to the relationship. And I was like, it's got to be brand new raw. So I finally said to her one day, gosh, like, I'm so sorry. And I can tell how raw it is. And did this just happen? When did you guys break up? Two years ago. It's sad. It's sad. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely had friends and new acquaintances with the same thing, like trying to show you pictures of their ex and just like bringing it up so immediately. And yeah, finding out that it was a year or two years ago, for Mm -hmm. sure. And this is why being intentional, dear listeners, is so important. And you do not have to keep stuck in your tracks for a year, for six months, even. The future is yours and your breakup is like a amazing opportunity for a new chapter. So be intentional, get support, do process, do grieve, but take steps to put it in the rear view mirror is what I like to say. Yes. Because (laughs) not only is the future yours, the present is yours. And if you don't take a point, yes. Right. Because here's the thing about time as someone who's clocking a lot of it these days, (laughs) if you don't take control of your present, If you say someday I'll heal, if you listen, and there are some healers, there are some therapists, there are some coaches who are going to tell you it's going to take X amount of time. I never say that to anybody. Mm. Your process is yours to move through. If you're processed and, and really got a handle on it in a month, in two months and you're ready to go, let's go, right? (laughs) That's real for you, but please Get a hold of yourself in the present or else you could get to your future and be looking back and realize that there's a whole amount of time in here that you were not active and living and intentional and loving your life. That is what coaching is all about. So as far as specific conversations that you have with people. We already talked about mutual friends. Let's be cautious about what you say. Um, Less is definitely more when it comes to speaking with mutual friends, mutual acquaintances. And something that I've said recently is it just didn't work out. (laughs) It's the Uh truth. Right. And you have other people that you can talk to and let's keep our dignity. Let's consider the fact that nothing, not everything stays private. And I think you'll look back later with how you handled these conversations and be a lot more sure of yourself. If you just, if you just kept it to the basics. Yeah. 
So what else? I mean, I love that it just didn't work out. I mean, and you, you're going through this now or have been going through it. Are there other things that you've said to people who have, oh, cause here's the flip side. Okay. I didn't think about this until just this moment. So there are going to be people who are inappropriate and they're going to ask you, right? Yeah. Just like you don't want to overshare. There are some people who just are like looky loos and they're going to ask you for details. And so it just didn't work out is totally honest. And it's the truth. And you can go with that. And are there other things that, that you have said to people or you might say, I can, you know, if somebody's pushing on that? Well, yes. And I, I have had a couple people push, it just didn't work out has been serving me very well. And Good. then to be just a little more personal, I know there have been a couple of times when I was saying it just wasn't the relationship that I thought I was getting into, which is a little more personal, but still with not too much detail. But I feel like it lets the other person know that you're somewhat willing to open up, but without going into too much detail, because I did feel like in the end, it just wasn't at all what I thought I was investing in. So it's honest, but still to the point. <laughs> yeah, it's honest. And also what I really love about that is you didn't say he wasn't the person I thought he was. No, not at all. Right. It Saying mm -hmm. that it wasn't the relationship that you thought you were getting into mm -hmm. is again, it's totally honest, but it's respectful. It's respectful of both of you. And that's the thing too, because you don't want to be out in the world dissing this other person. Well, I you mean, I'm aware of how things are ref like reflected on me when, <laughs> when I say them. So, well, no, but I'm I saying for your audience, you know, it might feel good that that's the, you know, it might feel good to really like spew a little dirt out there for some people. You might feel like, like it just feels good, but it's only going to feel good maybe in that moment. Mm -hmm. Before we take a quick commercial break, I also want to say we have a lot of listeners with kids. We're not getting into the children thing today. However, I want to point out episode 137, talking to your kids about your breakup. I had two co-parenting experts who are also co-parents come on this episode and it was so fantastic. We took such a deep dive into how to discuss it with like every age group. It was an episode I'm very proud of. So go check out episode 137, talking to your kids about your breakup. When we come back from the commercial break, we're going to talk about venting and anger and leaning on friends without leaning too much. And it's going to be super juicy. I'm going to share a couple of funny stories from my recent life. So we totally got your back. So hold on. We'll be right back. Nothing shatters your life like a breakup. And the feeling of a broken heart is real. I know that it seems impossible right now, but there is hope and there are ways to heal. I would love to work with you one-on-one -on -one to heal your broken heart and put your breakup behind you. My personalized coaching programs are designed to pinpoint what will be most effective in helping you to move forward and make this breakup a part of your past. I believe in you. Message me at breakupspodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram at breakupspodcast and let's connect about creating a magical plan of action to get this breakup in your rear view mirror. 
All right, super. Welcome back, everybody. And thank you for listening to my commercials. Let's talk about the importance of having someone to talk to and then the different ways that you do it. So I came up with three main benefits of having someone to talk to. And that is processing. Because when you say things out loud, you're able to understand them in a different way than if you're just cycling it in your head. (laughs) And also having someone else's reflections is so useful. You also release the emotions and the feelings because you're actually like physically getting it out of your body. And when you choose the correct people, it can also be very validating because a breakup is very devastating and not everybody really has sympathy for that, especially if the relationship wasn't that great. And so if you have the right person, you can be validated in your very real feelings. Let's talk about venting. We've really gone on quite a bit about making sure that you don't say certain things to certain people. And I definitely think that I've done well on that. However, I do have a couple friends who I have vented to about this and it has been very, very cathartic. So despite me telling people that it just didn't work out and it wasn't the relationship I thought it was the last like two months or so were really challenging. It -hmm. was a lot of work and things were just happening that I didn't think were fair and that I didn't really understand. There was a lot of frustration and loneliness. And so when I did decide like no more, (laughs) it had kind of built up in me and I definitely wanted to let some things out. And I have a couple friends who I know are a safe space for me to do that and are not going to judge no matter how snarky I was about this person in the breakup. And while this might not be everybody's magic key or this might not be everybody's way to heal, it just relieved so much stress for me to have a couple people that I could vent to. And I'll just put it out there, like kind of talk shit, you know, about the breakup too. It really was a huge stress reducer. And so I don't think there's anything wrong. I mean, we have so many emotions when we're going through a breakup and especially when the relationship was going downhill, it's good to let some of that out even if it's not the way that you would speak publicly or (laughs) it is very important to choose your audience very carefully. And this also goes along with anger. So for me, I had a little bit of anger, but it was more like a ton of frustration. But I know that a lot of people have anger boiling up inside of them after a breakup. Not everyone understands your anger. Not everyone understands your need to distance yourself from your ex. At this point in a breakup, I think it's really good to actually create safe spaces for yourself where you know if this is something that you feel that you need to express, it will be received without judgment. I kind of made the mistake when I was at this fourth, uh, I was at a fourth of July party, and this definitely was something that we had planned to go to together. And Mm. someone asked me, if he was coming. And I said, oh, the same thing that I said at our party uh, when I saw you, Lena. I said, well, we broke up, so probably not. You know, (laughs) just kind of putting a little joke on it for my own sake. And I I just, I don't even know why I said this, but I said something like, I hope he's not even having a good 4th of July or just something about, you know, I don't care what his 4th of July is like. Because one of my friends was there with me. 
one of my friends who I vent to was at the party with me. And so I let my guard down a little and I kind of looked to her and I said this snarky kind of mean thing. And the woman who was listening in, she goes, you don't feel that way. And it was like, whoa, I, it was such a reminder to me that people do not know how to respond when you, you know, express anger or dislike of your ex. And so you should be careful with that. For your own benefit. Yes, exactly. Because right? you didn't need to have the woe experience for yourself. No. So that's what, you know, I, Here, here's the thing. Yes, for your own benefit, first and foremost, all of the stuff that we're talking about is for your, your listeners' benefit, right? But also, how do you want to be perceived? Yes, yes. How I do you want to be perceived in mm-hmm. the world? And it's a tightrope. So we're... And it's hard. And look, I would never judge you for that. I would never judge you for that. And I also know enough about you to know that I don't perceive you as someone who's always saying things like that. Not at all. I also don't get breakups every day. (laughs) Right. But that's the thing. So look, here's the other thing too. I, I use the word grace a lot. We all on this planet need to first and foremost, learn how to give ourselves grace. Mm-hmm. Just because you're listening to this episode, you're not going to magically get through this flawlessly. It's a human emotion interactive thing. But give yourself the grace and like, but Janice, here's the the lesson in this. And you took it so beautifully. When you did let yourself slip and say something that you would not normally have said, but you didn't say it on social media. Mm-mm. You didn't say it in front of a million people. No, in fact, it kind of surprised me. It was the first like holiday that I had had since the yeah. breakup. And so it was really on my mind and it had only been barely a month. And yeah. so it was kind of weighing heavily on me. And so yes. I think I felt kind of in that moment that I wanted to let it out a little. And But I should have made, thought it through a little bit more clearly because I didn't really like hearing that reflection. And also... I did feel that way. And so I don't need someone to tell me how I feel. (laughs) Right. But it's also not this woman's responsibility to hear about this. That's the other part about not for her to tell you, you did feel that way. That's Mm. why we're saying you got to know who you're talking to, right? You got (laughs) to know, right? But, but the beauty in it is you heard it and you learned it and you took it for yourself and you're not going to do that again. I don't think I've even said anything negative about him to anyone except these two women since then, um, because yeah. I was like, "Whoa, time to move on. Uh, I but, mean, yeah. but yeah, and mm-hmm. we've spoken a bunch of times and mm-hmm. I see you on social media. I, I don't, but here's the other thing. I don't ask. It's none of my business unless you want to make it my business, but I also don't see it out there. You're not making these missteps all over. Right. So Thank you. I just, I just want to, you know, <laughs> mirror that back to you. The other thing, the thing that came to me, sometimes I get such ideas visually. And so here's what I kind of want to say about anger and frustration. Imagine blowing up a huge balloon full of anger and frustration. And you keep going and going and going and it gets huge. And if you don't strategically and intentionally let it out, open the bottom of the balloon occasionally and let some of that steam out, eventually two things might happen. Either it's going to pop and you are spewing and venting anger and frustration all over everybody, (laughs) or there's going to start to be leaks 
in the balloon. Yeah. And then it's going to be like Mm -hmm. little leaks and things are going to leak out and it's going to be a snarky comment here. And it's going to be an angry, bitter comment over here. And it's going to be a snapping at somebody over here. And it's going to be like a lot, whatever, all over the place. We had, I had a big party last weekend with a bunch of our mutual friends and I didn't bring it up one time and I know that that is because I had vented my frustration I had talked with the right people I had journaled I had gotten it out yep so I didn't feel the need even when people asked me about it I was I I don't think I must have talked about it for more than five minutes and it felt great yeah because you're absolutely right it comes out and also it comes out in your future relationships as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So <laughs> um, let's talk about leaning on friends without leaning too much. It is great to talk to people about your breakup. It is healthy to talk to people about your breakup. And there are perhaps some right and wrong ways to do it. And if you really are intentional about it, it can catapult your healing and you can strengthen the bonds that you have with people, which is something that I've experienced recently. You can elevate and improve your own self-trust and it can get you on to the next phase of the healing. And it can also have some negative consequences. So first of all, when it Mm -hmm. comes to leaning on your friends, always ask for consent before you vent or unload or even I would say call to talk about it. I am really good about texting when I have something very specific that I'd like to unleash on a <laughs> on a friend <laughs> and that is a very respectful way to do it. This is really heavy and this is a big favor when someone is going to be your your sounding board or your support during this time, especially if it's not the happiest breakup like mine was. And so make sure that you're always considering their well-being and their schedule, et cetera, before you get on the phone with them. And their abilities too. Yes. Mm -hmm. So to your point, from the other side of that, if you are someone who someone wants to come to and and talk to you about it or vent to you or whatever they say, I think it's really important to ask. And this is a lesson that I had to learn in my life because I just automatically went into fix it mode oh, without yeah, even realizing I was doing it. Right. Uh-huh. And my friends have been, I've been friends with a lot of people for very many years and they got my number now. So they know how to manage me. So, and, and we do have to manage our friends sometimes. And that's not a bad thing. I think that's a sign of friendship. They want to stay friends with me. So yeah. they're making me work. I think so too. Keeping so, things organized and intentional. Intentional. Mm-hmm. So from the other side, and this will work with you for you too, who are listening to it, because now you know how to set the intention and how to set the boundary around the conversations if your friends don't offer these questions. Question. Okay, great. I would love to support you. I want you to get it off your chest. Do you want to just vent? Are we venting? Am I just listening? Mm -hmm. Or are you ready to have a conversation do you want my opinion yeah so know what you want before you call someone and that could be that you want to cry oh my god christine on two separate occasions just listened 
to be like tipsy sob in the phone. Yep. <laughs> um, but and I, we haven't even talked about it now for probably a week or two. But yep. there was also an, an, another time when I was like, "It's time for me to exchange my belongings with with this person, and I can't oh, handle wow. it." And I specifically said, "Do you have insight into this?" And we chatted about it. And that also it just relieve it puts less of a burden on the other person, and also it yeah. actually allows you to get support. Exactly. You get what you need. Right. And the other person isn't overstepping and they're not like thinking that you're, oh, she wants to talk about it. And now we can put a plan in effect and we can like figure out for the next time. No, you might just be in the I need five quarts of ice cream and a <laughs> box of tissues and for you to just sit oh there. God, I'm that so... might be where you're at. Oh, uh, I can't imagine being on the receiving end of the call on yeah on two two separate occasions. But I slept pretty well after she let me do it. So. Good for you. Love you, girl. And along the same lines, be prepared to respect people's boundaries. When we're going through a breakup, it is hard to think clearly, and we really sometimes feel like we just have got to talk to someone. Well, guess what? People have jobs and things going on in their lives. And so if somebody is not in a position to get on the phone or go to the bar, you've got to respect that. I will also say as someone who's been on the also the receiving end of supporting someone, a good rule of thumb, if someone says that they are out and about, <laughs> just let them do their thing. Okay. I'm not going to go into any details, but it's really hard when you're in public to handle certain phone calls and also what and what we alluded to earlier about like the gen the rule of thumb oh i think that's the the word of the episode when it comes to getting support really kind of keep your eye on like the one month timetable if after a month you're still like bringing it up with people maybe look into coaching or counseling and remember that there's a point where it goes from processing to allowing yourself to stay stuck by continuing to engage your friends in these conversations. And not only continuing to engage your friends in these conversations, what are you saying? What's your part of the conversation? Are yes. you moving it forward or are you just oh rehearsing the drama? That is right. such a good point. If you are still just talking shit and venting about your ex in the exact same ways as you were at the beginning of the month. Absolutely. It's time to yeah. snap, <laughs> snap into gear. And <laughs> and that's something that your friend can't help you with because your friend is not trained to understand that your exactly. friend is just being your friend. And you might have friends who will sit and listen to you talk about it for two years. You might have those <laughs> friends. We're not saying they don't exist. I mean, we've all done extreme things for our friends. But that's why we keep drawing the line between friendship and professional because your friends want to be your friends. They want to support you. But at that point, they can't help you move forward. Yes. They're not helping you heal. They're helping you stay stuck. Mm -hmm. But it's okay because they don't know. They don't know. Yes. And and maybe they know that that's what they've gotten in the past or that's what they would right. want or whatever. Yeah. But we're talking all of this is for the intention of forward movement and healing for mm -hmm. you. 
a thousand percent. And having just gone through it, I utilized that first month and my support system very intentionally. And it just, I can almost think back and just feel like the grief and the stress and the anger kind of melting away with each, with each day. And it was, yeah, very effective. And then also, this is why therapy is so useful is that this is your time to talk about whatever you want. And so Mm -hmm. I definitely encourage therapy and coaching for people who really feel that they're not really advancing with their breakup healing. So this is going to be fun. Other tips for talking about your breakup. Okay, so let's first start with the don'ts because I want to end on a um, positive note. Okay. (laughs) So first of all, hang back when it comes to talking to your coworkers about your breakup. I understand people are, some people are very good friends with their coworkers. That's great. But typically we like to compartmentalize our professional and our personal lives. When you're Mm -hmm. going through a breakup, you really might feel the urge to put a lot out there. And people at work probably know you're in a relationship. And so it can be tempting to give people too many details. And so I would say try and have a little bit of self-control when it comes to your coworkers. Absolutely. And there's a couple Um, of reasons for that too, because not only these people don't need to know intimate things about your life, but also work is a safe space, right? Why do you want to be surrounded now with people who know all about this relationship and can be dragging this relationship into work with them every day too, right? Keep it clean (laughs) for yourself. Yeah, I agree. I do want to share one thing. So I was kind of going through a rough patch before I went through this breakup. So it kind of set me back a couple steps. And I hadn't been like, fully performing at my fullest capacity with um because I'm a writer as well some people know and so I think like two weeks into the breakup I was still struggling a little bit and so I I told one of my clients and we just got on the phone and this is my actual supervisor and I said I feel like I haven't really been like showing up the way that I normally do I just wanted to let you know not only was I kind of going through it before but my partner and I broke up and it was a really big blow to me and I told one person I didn't tell her the details but I really just wanted to put it out there that I wasn't just slacking and she was so sympathetic and compassionate and it honestly it almost got me to the point where just putting it out there alleviated enough of the pressure that I was able to kind of bounce back like even the next week. And then I felt a little silly for telling her, but I think it was the disclosing it that helped me in this specific case. I just heard everything that you said. So I want to really say it in these words. We are not saying don't tell people at work that your relationship ended. We're saying Don't tell people at work why the relationship ended, who ended it, what you thought. Leave the details out. Leave the details. (laughs) But that is important. And there's a lot of really good stuff coming up in workspaces right now about understanding that people are people and that we don't stop being people the minute we walk into an office. Yeah, the whole work-life balance thing is really having a moment right now. And the burden of work, life balance is being like increasingly put on the on the employer. And so hopefully you are in a place where you can tell someone you're not 100%. And yeah, if I seem a little distracted, honestly, it's because the other half of my life just blew up this Mm -hmm. half of life at work. Awesome. I'm here. But yeah, I'm sorry. Mentally, I'm I'm back there, right? That's all. That's it. That's what we're talking about. 
Another don't. Let's not talk to our ex's friends or their family. I really get that when you get close to someone, you feel like their friends are your friends and their family are close to you. But we are talking about creating space and distance between this person. And that's not that's no space or distance. (laughs) That is a lot of contact, even if you're not speaking with your ex directly. Think about where their allegiances are. That's that goes back to are you talking to people who are going to support you? I would have to really question someone's sister who was going to take my side over someone she's grown up with. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's your motivation for talking with them? Are you hoping that your ex is going to hear something? Because uh, I mean, either way, just leave it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just leave it out. It doesn't matter why you're thinking of doing it. Just take our word for it. Just don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. And this is a good one. Do not do a post on social media about your breakup. Now, full disclosure, I actually have talked about my breakup on my social media. And that's because I'm a breakup coach who like every single day does content around breakups. And so I felt that it was really beneficial to my audience to know that I go through it as well. However, when it comes to announcing it, when it comes to seeking support through the sad social media post, this type of thing, the world does <laughs> does not need an announcement that you've broken up. The people who need to know are the people who you want to tell personally. Other than that, just forget about it. Yeah. Um, there used to be this trend a few years ago. I don't know if you remember this or if you noticed it, but there was this trend of people, especially on Facebook, going on there and doing like quite a long drawn out post about the breakup and why things have ended and just wanting to let everybody know. And it was just so inappropriate and cringy. Yeah, that was part of when I just stopped really checking in regularly on social media, (laughs) quite honestly. Yeah, because it was cringy. And it was in addition to being cringy, like for me, going back to what I said earlier, I, I'm an extrovert, but that doesn't mean I talk to everybody about personal details about my life. I don't get it. I just Mm -hmm. don't get why people would even do that. I still don't understand. I know. I think that it might have been going hand in hand with the conscious uncoupling trend and people just wanting to let everyone know that they're cool with it. But again, the only people who really need to know are the people who you are going to actually tell. And it was it was interesting because Lena and I were at a party with a bunch of mutual friends about a month ago and no one had uh, known yet. But I knew at the party that I was going to tell everyone because these are like my actual Friends, that's what you need You need to do. You needn't announce it on social media. Let's talk about the do's. And this kind of goes along with what we're saying about social media. Choose a couple of friends to talk about it with and then circle out to just blow up your friend circle the day after. I think might do more harm than good. And also, like, let's be super realistic. Sometimes when you go through a breakup, things aren't completely settled with you and your ex. You might not be a thousand percent that it's over. You might be in a really messed up headspace. (laughs) And so kind of let the dust settle, tell a couple people. And then as you start to come to terms with it and feel a little more grounded, then tell more people. And if you know your friends and trust your friends, depending on the circumstances, you might also have a friend circle where you would feel okay with some of your friends telling other friends. Yeah, actually. 
because that could be a way that your friends provide support for you, that you don't have to have all those conversations. But again, hear me, we're not talking about it being okay for people who you haven't asked to be gossiping or anything about you. Mm -hmm. But I do thinking about it. I mean, I haven't had to employ this, but if I was really so devastated, I do have my core, like my board of directors who I said, and everybody's got, I mean, they've all, they all see each other at least on my birthday every year and they all know each other. And some of them, they've all exchanged numbers and, you know, they've got this comforting network of between themselves around me too. If I was just like so devastated, I could say to the one of them, oh my God, I can't have this conversation again. Could you let so-and-so know? And they would do it in a loving, respectful, compassionate, comforting way for me, right? So there's- I think that's really lovely, actually. I think that would definitely be an indication of a beautiful group of friends. This isn't about a breakup, but Several years back, I was on my visa run in Bali on my birthday. I'm a big birthday person, and I was very distraught about being alone. Uh, And, of course, the morning of my birthday comes, and my friends felt bad for me as well, and everybody just started absolutely blowing up my DMs, and I just couldn't handle it. And I had one friend who reached out to the core of everybody and said, Janice is not ready to talk about her birthday. She'd really like it if everyone would just kind of give her space. She'll be in touch when she's ready. But just so you know, she's she's going through it and she's fine. But let's give her give her the opportunity to (laughs) do her thing. And I felt very, very supported by that. Yeah. Do tell your friends how much you appreciate their support. I cannot overemphasize this enough. Send them texts, send them flowers, send them notes tell them on the phone, really overdo it when it comes to thanking people for being there for you. Because this is a lot. And it's not always fun to listen to someone going through this. So Mm -hmm. do make sure that you are there for them next time. Do not hit and run when it comes to getting support. Make sure that you're Mm -hmm. supporting people as well. Mm -hmm. And I wanted, I also wanted to point this out. Do be prepared to hear things about the relationship that you didn't see and to hear about things about your ex that your friends didn't like all along or maybe that they hadn't liked the last few months. If you are going to go out there and ask for support over your breakup, it is very likely that you are going to hear some things that will be hard to take. A lot of us ignore red flags. A lot of us put up with things that cause some people to raise their eyebrows. And you might hear some of this because they're your friends. And this is just what happens when you talk to them about your breakup. Oh, this is another one that I think is really important. And then I think we're going to wrap up. So yeah, if you are going to talk to your friends about your breakup, be clear about what you want from them. Be upfront about your boundaries. If you have mutual friends and you are expecting someone to quote unquote take your side or not have contact with your ex, either permanently or for a certain amount of time, be upfront about that, which I actually have done. There were two people who were mutual friends who I had known first, who I greatly wanted them to 
just be there for me. And I explicitly told them that. And I do not like to be controlling or possessive of people or tell people what they should or shouldn't do. But I did have to say, I would really appreciate it if you'd kind of just be my friend right now. Good. And if you choose to do that, that also goes along with you're allowed to ask for anything from people. You're allowed to ask for anything you want or you need. It's another thing that here's the thing, Janice is really brave because you ran the risk that they were not going to agree to that. And I would have had to walk away. I mean, I've had just my heart broken after breakups in in the past just because of intertwinement. (laughs) And so I knew for me that this was something I was going to have to make sure a couple people knew. Exactly. You don't need people coming to you and letting you know what that person's doing. You don't need people coming to you and thinking that, you know, and I don't even mean that in a negative way or anything, but some people think maybe they will get back together. Maybe, maybe they want to know if each other one is doing maybe, oh, look at me. I'm in the perfect position. If, If that is not what you need, you need to set that boundary. Absolutely. And like I said, I think in a couple cases, it's actually increased my bond with people. And I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for a lot of what I've learned from my past breakup and a lot of what I've learned from what it's shown me about my relationships, especially my female friendships. I am an incredibly blessed person for having so many people around me. If you're seeking answers and you're committed enough and you are truly at your tipping point, if you're frustrated enough, if you're angry enough, if you're done with (laughs) just enough, then you're on the right path. And I love that you're coming here. Janice is an amazing coach and a truly, truly lovely human being. And you're very good friends. I'm glad we're friends too. Like so much. I'm coming back to LA because I want to hang out with you when I'm not in the middle of a breakup. I was telling Christine that after we hung out, I was like, I just want to put this behind me and then come out and go shopping with you guys. I just can't do it today. Oh, okay. So if you are listening on Spotify, comment below, you will see a little question box. What topics would you like Lena and I to cover in the future. She's an ongoing guest co-host. So let us know what you would like to hear us dish about. If you liked this episode, of course, please leave me a review on Apple and please head to havemorelove.com to connect with Lena. You know where you can connect with me and I'll see everyone next week. Bye. Oh, that was great.